From ATX to LA to the Bay, this is TK in La Casa with La Palanga, lapalanga.com. Hey, pelanga, 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 pelanga. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another session of Pelanga in La Sala. Um, we are here today with uh, me, your hosts, uh, DJ Tina Tumare. And myself, Jacobo, uh, DJ Pozole, and across the, the blanket. Got a special guest over here. This is Abner, just here, supervising. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Abner. Fede here, DJ Papicultor. What's up, folks? DJ Smokestack here. Uh, like Jacobo mentioned, we got a blanket, we got a spread laid out before us and we probably have some friends joining us soon so uh don't be surprised if you hear some other voices on the mic yeah it's very exciting we have a very special guest visiting us all the way from austin today um she is a dj herself and she's also an accomplished radio host um so i'm very happy to introduce tk hello hi how's it going <laughs> thanks so much for coming thanks for having me could you tell us a little bit about the shows that you do Sure. So currently in Austin, I host a or I co-host a weekly radio show called Hip Hop Parade, and uh, we play a wide range of hip hop. I focus a lot on international hip hop, while my co-host does a lot of Austin local hip hop as well as uh, you know national underground hip hop. Um, but I also do a show at Dub Lab, which is this uh, web radio station in Los Angeles. They're also kind of a Nonprofit arts collective, um, but they've been doing the internet radio thing for I think 15 years. So um, I've been doing a show there since 2007, and it's called the Afternoon Lovin'. And that show is um, pretty freeform, and I just play the records that I find when I travel, basically. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So can we could we help our listeners find these things? Uh, where would they find you? on social media and where would they find your shows be able to listen to them wherever they are uh, so all the Dublab shows are archived online Dublab's really awesome about just archiving all their shows available for streaming and download um, so you can find me at dublab.com slash t hyphen k-a-y um, also on mixcloud mixcloud.com slash t-t-t-k-a-y same thing for instagram twitter the whole social media deal <laughs> awesome we'll probably ask again before the end of the show as well just so everybody gets a chance to go get their paper and pencil or, or their you know combutron or whatever so um i saw that you had a very exciting stack of 45s do you want to kick us off with something here yeah so we're gonna start off with this 45 from brazil it's part of a series called documentario sonoro do folklore brasileiro and this series was actually sponsored by the Brazilian government, um, by the Ministerio da Educação e Cultura. And it's pretty awesome because there's, I don't remember how many 45s were released in this series, I think close to 40. And it documents like folkloric culture all over Brazil. Um, and you can't see the cover art, obviously, yeah, over good. the radio, but um, it's these photographs from these communities from which this music comes from, and they're all, each uh, 45 has like a different color tint to it. And um, Mochilla Records in LA actually was very influenced by this series, and so they released um, several mixtapes following the same sort of cover design. So when I saw this in the library, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I've seen this before. It was this moment of deja vu. So anyways, we're gonna hear a track um, from Side B. It's called Palavera. And this was recorded in 1978. Awesome. 
Tell us a little bit about that la- that second track. Yeah, so it's in Thai, and I don't read Thai, um, but the picture here looks like it's some folks from the hill tribes of Thailand, um, and that's really all I can say, except that I found this in a flea market when I was in Bangkok, and I was really excited to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what was going to be on it, but I wasn't disappointed. Nice, nice. We'll have to get some more digging stories from you uh, as we go along. But you had mentioned something about a library on that first track, so I'm curious to know what the story is. Yeah, so in my day job, I'm a librarian, and I work at the Benson Latin American Collection, which is a really amazing collection for Latin American studies. It's the second largest in the U.S., and we also have a big record collection in addition to having amazing books and archives. Jealousy, (laughs) jealousy. (laughs) So I can't remember. Are you hiring? We are, actually. Um, I can't remember why I was up in the stacks looking for records. It was probably for an exhibition or something. But I came across this series that I mentioned, the Documentario Sonoro do Folklore Brasileiro. And I was like, oh my god, this looks awesome. So I started just pulling out all the ones I could find. Um, and yeah, I was like, this is cool, this exists. So when I went to Brazil back in 2013, I was like on the lookout for these. And I found one um, in a record store in Sao Paulo. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Do you know anything about what, what that music is about or what's it from? Or I have no idea. So it's from Mara It's about being really drunk. I can tell that much. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think in some of the other songs, they sound like progressively um, inebriated. Um, there's a description on the back, and I don't think I've actually read, read it very closely. Um, so we heard Atalavera. And it says, Como cajuera dançada já de madrugada. So it's danced in the morning, um, sunrise, and it's characterized for its steps um, that <laughs> I can't translate on the fly. <laughs> so they get drunk pretty early, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, the madrugada is like after the party, not like I just woke up and I'm singing like this. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like they stayed up till dawn. Yeah. Sure. It's a morning raga. Yeah. Um, but this was uh, 
recorded in the city of Rosario in the state of Maranhão back in 1977. Incredible, incredible. Very cool. So should we go from Thailand to Indonesia? What do you think? Let's do it, let's do it. So uh, so maybe we can play this, this record that I think we picked up in Germany, actually. Uh, and it's, uh, it's an Indonesian record. And one thing that I like about it is that actually... To me, a lot of it sounds like it's either Portuguese or, or you, you can tell that, that this was kind of the aftermath of, of Portuguese people being around. Um, this style is called Crunchong, and you, maybe you have a lot more to say about this than I do. Yeah, you know, it's funny talking about the Portuguese in, uh, influence in Indonesia. Um, you know, I think I think most of us associate the colonization of Indonesia with the Dutch, which was the more recent colonizer, and we forget about the Portuguese, but definitely left their mark, both musically and also, like, in the vocabulary. I mean, the way that you say shoe is, like, sapato, I think, and kamiz is the shirt, so it's, like, you know. Quasi igual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in, in Kronchong, I think, it has a special place in my heart. I found out about this genre of music um, when I found out how much music my grandfather played. Um, so he did he did play the violin, but it also turns out that he like played guitar and sang in a Kronchong band when he was a young man. So um, I had no idea there was music like this at all in Indonesia until, until we got into that conversation. So. Now, this is one of these uh, collections also, kind of an ethnomusicology thing. The kind of thing that, like, when you find it in the right place, it's super cheap. People aren't really interested in this stuff, and sometimes it's really amazing. So we're going to play this song called Ud Batavia. I think Batavia was the old name for Jakarta, and I think this is a tribute to old Jakarta. And, uh, well, let's just let it roll and see what you think. Ik zal je nooit vergeten, 
Smokestack, what was that? Oh, you know, some. <laughs> right. No, you know. Let me I act was like, like I know. It. Damn it, Smokestack. Like, like I was just saying, um, definitely inspired by TK Selection. Just some, like, I don't know what this is, but I'm on a vacation. I got to find some good music to take home. That, com- that cover is incredible. Right? You know, you can't pass that up. I would have gone for that. It is. I'm going to talk about that in a second, but let me um, bless you with the name here. Nord Hashim is the artist, and the Wonder Boys is the, the name of the band. That is a gatefold. A gatefold. I've never seen that before. Fully laminated. So, I mean, folks know about Singapore's reputation for being a very clean city. You know, you fly in at the on the bottom of the customs forms. They make it very clear what's accepted, what's not. Mm-hmm. And you get a sense of that walking across, this, you know, down the streets. Yeah, and also because it costs you a thousand dollar fine exactly, anytime you do anything exactly. that isn't clean. So it wasn't a surprise in my my record digging there that you would come across not a ton of record stores, but the, the different places that I found records were well maintained. I'm talking about crazy catalog systems complete with laminate? Laminate, laminate? Yeah. yeah. Complete with laminate 45s inside and out gatefold. Um, 
you would see that there was a lot of songs that were censored as well, and they would go in and they would with some scratch it out full songs. And of course, those were a lot of like the funky cabaret numbers that I was after. But you know that left um, the other joints to um, to check out and and to dig like that tune you just enjoyed, um, which is whew, Young Pata Fortunas Combal. There you go. I, I gave it a shot. Nice, nice, That was nice. so soulful. It was so good. Yeah, thanks for inspiring that. Yeah, uh, TK, it sounds like um, there were some other stories about digging that you are ready to share uh, that kind of came up while the track was playing. <laughs> yeah, well, when you were talking about the um, Portuguese influence in their colonies, I was thinking back to when I was in Portugal uh, digging for records. And I, a friend of mine who had actually met in Brazil, he was a big record digger. He basically went to Brazil to buy records. And so when I went to Portugal, he's like, oh, let me tell you about some spots I went to. So I went there and I was just like looking through crates and the owner of the store started talking to me and I was spending a few hours there and he would play me records. And at the end he was like, so when are you moving to Lisbon? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't know. I like visiting, you know, maybe in the future. So. Anyways, I don't know. We connected on Facebook, and he was like, "Oh, so when you when are you coming back? You know, maybe we could like get married, and then you could like live here and like find a job." <laughs> I was like, "Proposing to me?" <laughs> um, but wow. with that said, he did give me like really good discounts on records. Hey, and I don't have <laughs> exactly means to an end. I don't have any of the Angolan tracks. He was from Angola. Um, but I do, I forget where these folks are from. If they're from, I think they're Brazilian. The Fevers, um, Onde Estao Tu Solio Negros. Maybe we could listen to that track in a little oh, bit. Sounds good. Onde estão teus olhos negros? Onde estão teus olhos negros? Que eu de E agora estão longe daqui Onde estão teus olhos negros? Onde estão teus olhos negros? Que eu de perto vi antes de dormir E agora estão longe daqui Chorando eu saí Tristeza, não tenho 
Yeah, do you want to, um, is there any any more story on that one? Or? I don't think so. So Arjun um, corrected me and says they're from Portugal, not Brazil. That was the fevers. Onde está tus olhos negros? Nice, nice. And uh, it looks like uh, it looks like Hako here is ready for some follow-up. Well, you were just mentioning Angola, and we were just on all these uh, Portugal-related, uh, you know, influences. And so I actually happened to brought a few 45s from Angola, and of course you did. <laughs> well, I w- I was just saying um, off mic that I've been thinking about Angola a lot because it's right now it's about the f- I think 40 years ago, so 1974 was when Angola, about right then, is when, I think the beginning of 1974, when they earned their independence from Portugal. And at this at that time, you had this flurry of music of coming out of Angola, of all this really prideful national, um, you know, as you, if you've list, ever listened to music from the times of either of all the Afri- West African colonies when they broke free, you, there was this amazing music coming out of West Africa. Uh, unfortunately, what's very tragic about it, of course, is that Angola then went into a massive civil war for the next, you know, 30 years. And, uh, but there was this awesome, incredibly beautiful uh, amount of music uh, that came out, like I said. So I was gonna put on a, a one or two 45s here that I have, and I think I'll start out with um, Mario Matatidi, Matatidi, and he is uh, one third of Trio Majesi, if you may know from uh, the Congolese trio, and uh, who were really popular. But I guess right, yeah, 1974 when Angola, he was Angolan, but he, you know, like a lot of Angolan musicians, they actually went to other countries to to record, and when they got their independence he went back and uh started his own career as a solo artist so i'll play so this was after trio majesty yes this recording so this is like yeah right around 1974 where did you find this where did i get this um i may have snagged this online or snagged it at a record swap gonna have to re- remind myself the back of his cover is amazing <laughs> uh yeah someone actually you could translate for us um while we while i put it on and uh maybe you can glean some some interesting notes Obrigado, 
Obrigado, obrigado Agostinho Neto Obrigado, obrigado, obrigado Papla 11 de novembro de 75 Angola é a cuca, Angola é a cuca Boa Angola, tava que me levou mocico Munazi Provencia, Beniza Calamo Boa Angola Ataca muna kiese, ataca muna kiadi Vila mpangizau, ataca muna tizanzenza Timamia mpasi, mulumbu kia unu Siriba mkuma fapla, miza tuwa kembela Onze de novembro, sieto ya mbola Ya sisa bakaka, obrigado, obrigado, obrigado Agostinho Neto
tell us a little bit more about that last track that was beautiful? That was Orchestra Avos de Africa. And now the name of the song is Na a Nao Tribalismo. Na a Tribalismo. And um, obviously another nationalistic track from that same era, probably 1974, on the Merengue label, which is an Angolan label. And um, there is Angolan Merengue. It's, a, it's an actual genre. And that was a pretty good example of it. The merengue, what you just played? Angolan Merengue. Not... You know, not Dominicano. You know, um, it's it's its own style. I think Angola had a lot of at times political ties with Cuba and other countries from Latin America at that time. Yeah, you hear a lot of Cuban, Caribbean influence in West African music. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, there were literally yeah, I mean, strong governmental ties where they were exchanging cultural cultural um, music and dance uh, back and forth in the early seventies. I mean. Socialist governments, you know, were, was at its peak right then, and uh, a lot of this music was sponsored by the the government. And um, at that, you heard the shout out to the presidents over there and everything. Exactly, exactly. And I was just saying, even for those that I think in old school uh, radicals in the Bay Area know that there was a strong connection between Angola's. Um, the parties there and the revolutionary parties and people who are backing them in, in the Bay Area. I think I, I, you can find like dollar records of of the San Francisco. Arjuna, do, that's it. <laughs> There's, Arjuna just pulled out the record called African Revolutionary Music, which is a, a San Francisco label, LSM Records, put out a, a label in support of the, one of the Angolan revolutionary groups and. Looks like a mix of tracks from Mozambique as well as Angola. Yes, yes. I, I haven't Africa. listened to this record in, in many years. And um, I think there's actually a recording of a battle going on in one of the songs, on one of the tracks. But, it, oh yeah, the MPLA um, is the party that I was trying to um, note. And... Yeah, so there's, it was a big deal, you know, and it's been 40 years since that revolution and independence and then tragically civil war. But you go, I think I've, I've read of many people going to Portugal and finding all these wonderful 45s. Egon. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, they're out there still. And if you, if you see them, you definitely grab them. It's just such beautiful music and such prideful music and joyful music. Yeah, seriously. Um, it's really lovely to have a person who's fluent in Portuguese in the room. Is there any so anything that you noticed reading the back of the covers and translating? Um, I mean, mostly what what um, Hokobo was saying, just how music was such an important part of this nation-building project, and it really um, attracted people who were exiled to come back and participate in that project through music. So this is definitely this Volta Camarada track. Um, it's like basically a call telling his his people who are also outside Angola to come back to Angola and, per, and be a part of it. Wow. Yeah, that's real. You, it looked like you'd lined up something else. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what we're going to hear next? Yeah, since your eye caught this Pele and Halise Gina um, single, it's a really awesome cover of Pele holding a soccer ball. 
says this is his first disc. Um, Pele, of course, being the most famous soccer player out of Brazil. And this goes out to all the futbolistas in the room. Yes. Um, we'll listen to the single track, Perdão Não Tem. TK, can you tell us a little bit about that conversation that was going on? No, because I w- didn't hear all of it when we were talking. We were talking over it and we didn't <laughs> let you hear. Well, so I, I was loving this conversation about um, about football players and music a little bit earlier. Yeah, I, I know Maradona and his height. He also, you know, 
uh, recorded some music. There's, there's YouTube clips of him singing in the studio. And, uh, and it, you know, it was common for athletes, you know, superstar athletes. It's just the marketing thing was there for them to, you know, do a record even if they can't sing that well, you know, to, if there was more money to be made. I was talking about how Maradona had a, a TV show, I think a couple of years ago, and he actually had Pele over one day. And, you know, they're talking, all, all, all friends, all, all arch rivals. And uh, and at some point they actually break into song, which was just the most beautiful thing. If you can look, look this up on YouTube. But what did they sing? Do you remember? I can't remember actually, but I, I think I think maybe Maradona sang a tango and Pele sang a bossa nova. I think. Uh, but the most beautiful part of that is that then Maradona looks up to Pele and says, "Pele, vamos a hacer cabecitas," and then he, they just start juggling the ball, uh, you know, head to head to head to head. It was just a, such a moving moment. I thought it was just incredible. While singing? No, no, they weren't. <laughs> and you know, I, I have to say, okay, today is a difficult day for me. Colombia just got eliminated from the Copa America. And we got eliminated by Carlitos Tevez, who is actually an incredible player, one of my favorite players. And he's an incredible, incredible uh, cumbia vichera musician, too. And he has his own cumbia vichera group. Have you seen him dance? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind losing to him. We're not Carlitos. But we did win something today. We should definitely celebrate that the Supreme Court has ruled that same-sex marriage is now legal in the United States. Much more important. I saw, uh, you know, I'm actually by day a graphic designer and I do infographics um, from time to time. And I saw my all-time favorite infographic in the Washington Post website. It was a map of the United States and it was like a map of where gay marriage is now legal. (laughs) It was one color (laughs) through the entire U.S. Yeah, and if, you know, for those of you that like to joke about Canada being an American state, to which I say, boo! Really, really. Canada did legalize this 10 years ago, but anyway. It's only proper that something we like to do at least once. Oh, yeah. During these sessions, this is definitely an occasion worthy of a toast. Yes, yes, yes. We also have our uh, another special guest here, Preston. Greetings. Uh, thank you all so much for having me here. My first time to see, a, see and experience a podcast recording. Sweet. Thanks for being here. All right. Happy Pride. Yeah. Salud. Saluji. Yes. Y'all know it was real because that was a pause while everybody took a sip. <laughs> all right. Bar water. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Water, cherries. You're going to hear some cherries. You hear some, like... For means food happening in the background here. So, um, I think maybe we'll stay in Brazil for a second. Um, I have a record here that I think I also maybe picked out by the cover. Um, my sal, it's called Recompensa. Did I say that a little better? That was perfect. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this track is called Ela Que Eu Moro. I don't know where the emphasis goes. Ela Que Eu Moro. It's over there that I live. Awesome, awesome. Joel Silva and Sergio Fernandez. Corre água na cascata, lá no alto da colina, noite e dia. Naquela bela paisagem onde canta passarada, doce melodia. É lá que eu moro. Numa casinha humilde de sapê Contemplando a natureza 
Aí é que eu tenho pena de você, pode escrever É lá que eu moro Numa casinha humilde de sapê Contemplando a natureza Aí é que eu tenho pena de você Não tenho dinheiro para ostentar o poder Sou pobre, mas vivo melhor que você Porque no meu interior só reina o bem-estar E o seu dinheiro jamais comprará, comprará Porque no meu interior só reina o bem-estar E o seu dinheiro jamais comprará Corre água na cascata, corre água na cascata Lá no alto da colina, noite e dia Naquela bela paisagem onde canta a passarada Doce melodia É lá que eu moro Numa casinha humilde de sapê Contemplando a natureza Aí é que eu tenho pena de você, pode escrever Eu disse é lá que eu moro, que eu moro Numa casinha humilde de sapê Contemplando a natureza Aí é que eu tenho pena de você Não tenho dinheiro para ostentar o poder Sou pobre, mas vivo melhor que você Porque no meu interior só reina o bem-estar Que o seu dinheiro jamais comprará, comprará Porque no meu interior só reina o bem-estar Que o seu dinheiro jamais comprará Corre água na cascata Corre água na cascata lá no alto da colina Noite e dia Naquela bela paisagem onde canta a passarada Doce melodia É lá que eu moro Numa casinha humilde de sapê Contemplando a natureza Aí é que eu tenho pena de você, pode escrever É lá que eu moro numa casinha humilde de saber, contemplando a natureza. Aí é que eu tenho pena de você. Não tenho dinheiro para ostentar o poder. Sou pobre, mas vivo melhor que você. Porque no meu interior só reina o bem-estar. E o seu dinheiro jamais comprará, comprará. Porque no meu interior só reina o bem-estar. E o seu dinheiro jamais comprará. Comprará, porque no meu interior Só reina o bem-estar E o seu dinheiro Só So yeah, Tiki, you were asking me while this was playing Whether or not this made me want to dance Um And yeah, I mean, for I, w I was a, I had a, a sort of alternate career for a while as a Brazilian samba dancer. And, I, you know, it's been a while. I, I, as I say, I like hung my feathers up a few years ago. But, um, but yeah, when I was choosing records to come over here, we put this on the living room. And I love the buildup. Like, I love the sort of the, the way it starts out without the drums. And you can feel that something's going to drop. Yeah. And then it, it starts drops. off super sensual. And then it gets all crazy, and I was like, dang, I kind of miss that. <laughs> I do kind of miss it. I was kind of hoping you would bust into some samba. Oh, man, I should have. I should have. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have some other dancing music, perhaps, that we could uh, yeah, get so down to here. Yeah, so you can clearly see why I picked this one up. 
based oh, on the cover. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's an amazing yes. cover. Yeah, it's this group called Tarantulas. And Complete with sleeve tassels. Exactly. Um, so the track we're going to hear is Melodua Plazo. Hapo Cla- <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It's such a ridiculous title. Happy Oclapio? <laughs> Rap Oclapo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but in Portuguese? Uh, hell yeah. Fun. Wasn't Rap Oclapo considered one of the first rap songs ever? Yeah. It was one of his biggest yeah. commercial hits. Like, he performed all over, like, all over Europe that song, and it's pretty amazing. Paid the, some rent, you know? It is, it is. Pioneer. It's a good song. It is a good song.
Where did you find that? So this Tarantula single I found while digging in Sao Paulo. And as I was mentioning off mic, um, it's at this store where the owner is blind. And so he has his assistant tell him what the record is and he'll price it for you right there. Um, but he has an amazing selection and a lot of my Brazilian records are from this spot. TK, I want to ask you a question. You, you were talking about how in this radio show you feature the music that you get to find all your travels. How can you get to travel so much? <laughs> so I work, as I mentioned, as a librarian, as an archivist. And so we, in, in the work that we do with the Human Rights Project um, that I'm a part of, we partner with human rights organizations all around the world. And so in order to build those partnerships, we actually need to meet with these folks um, and understand kind of the local context that they're working in. So um, when I was in Rwanda working with the, the Kigali Genocide Memorial Museum out there, um, this is a funny story. We were, the director of the documentation center was driving us around, releasing the radio, and this song came on. It was this hip-hop song. We're wanting hip hop. And I asked him, I was like, oh, who is this? And he was like, oh, it's this guy, Diplomat. And he's like the Snoop Dogg of Rwanda because he kind of sounds like Snoop Dogg. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I want to, like, how can I get a copy of this so I can put it on my radio show? He was like, oh, you you have a radio show? He's like, there's this guy, Marenzi, who works in the documentation center. He has a radio show. You should totally, like, go on his show. So Marenzi had a hip hop show. And so I got to, like, bring some of my hip hop. And he played, like, his hip hop. And we, like, exchanged a bunch of hip hop. Um, and so when the next time I was out there, I was like, oh, I want to get some more like the one music. And so they take me to this like, they drive me into not Nyami Rambo, which is this neighborhood of Kigali. It's not touristy at all. And they take me to this unmarked shop and you just tell the guy like what kind of music you're looking for. And I was like, well, I want like female rappers and just kind of like whatever y'all are listening to right now. Like, I just want to hear that. So then they like make you this custom mix CD. <laughs> What? And then it's like a dollar. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and brag for TK right now because I know she's not going to do it. But the reason that she's in town right now is that she's part of this convention of 30,000 librarians at Moscone Center. And I don't know if the rest of you got this, but she was telling me on the way here she just won this big award. And that's why she's here receiving it. So it sounds can we like do, we can we do another, another toast for that? Yeah. yeah. Congrats. So what do we got next? Where should we go? Arjun, I gotta put you on the spot. That last track was right up your alley. I know for a fact that you have some disco funk, yeah, like way out there stuff, <laughs> like some cutty African disco. Let's see how far we can go. I'm telling you, you're not gonna do this, man. So I was just mentioning Tefere earlier. After Colombia's difficult loss. Uh, I was looking for some records to play tonight and I pulled out Sidiku Buari's Disco Soccer and there's a track on here called Hard Times. It's um, that was very appropriate. However, it's not as discofied as um, uh, the track that Jacob was requesting. So I'm going um, to play that for you personally a little later. <laughs> I uh, love how you brought together all the themes of tonight's conversation in that last track. <laughs> Disco Soccer. So as you can see, that the momentum, the energy is building. I'm going to keep it moving out of direction with this beautiful disco tune by Sadiq Ubari out of Ghana. Kinya al Kuali, or You Promise Me. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, so once again, that was uh, one of Ghana's biggest musical exports of the 70s, Sidi Gubori. I guess we're not going to be able to post this record cover on our blog if we want to keep it PG-13. But we oh, can what? post the pictures in the back, which is the, the dance thing. nipples. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So there are instructions on the back, and there's six parts. I'll just read part B. It's a suppose the man uses the right leg tapping forward and the woman should use the left leg doing the same duly noted <laughs> very nice very nice so guys i have i'm totally torn here to go into two different uh not directions but like two different i'm always so torn i'm and i need you guys i'll let you guys choose um i have a record from we're gonna let tk choose <laughs> tk tell me uh a record from um, from Guinea, uh-huh. from the Silifon Konkari, uh-huh. 
label, which is the national neocultural label from Guinea. Or, uh, oh, sorry. Kalitigi uh, says tambourine. Really beautiful stuff. Or we can go to Sierra Leone, and um, it's not—it's it's kind of rare. To, I find it's—it's hard, it's kind of hard to find records from Sierra Leone. But this is from uh, Sabano uh, '75. It's and not. it says Afro Disco. I'm totally intrigued. I want to go with that one. Okay. Good choice.
so we're, we, we wound up, while this track was playing, we're talking about one of our favorite uh, record stores in was it New Orleans. New Orleans. Domino Records. Cash only. Be Jacob, forewarned. Jacob was mentioning that, that breakdown and that track sounded like some, uh, some Professor Long hair. Yeah, like Dixie Cups or like, you know, like, yeah, New Orleans drumming like that, that, that rhythm. I, that's the first thing I came to mind. But uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise you. There's there's all sorts of connections between New Orleans, you know, and and, and Africa, uh, especially with blues and all sorts of and washboard and. But uh, do we have we have some time for another song? We yeah. So we're gonna. I think we've got a, a one final track that TK's lined up for us to to end on. But before that, I just wanted to make sure that. Our, uh, our listeners have a chance to, to look up some of the amazing work that TK's been up to. So uh, some of the, the work that you just got an award for and other stuff that you're up to, can you, can you tell people where to find it? Yeah, so the human rights project that I work on is called the Human Rights Documentation Initiative. It's out of the University of Texas at Austin, and you can find it at lib.utexas.edu slash hrdi. And on the personal tip, I'm on Twitter, T-T-T-K-A-Y. Find me there. Nice. And on the Instagram, same handle. Same thing. Nice. Yep. All right. So what do you have lined and up once, for? Once again, if oh, you yeah. missed that, just look it up on lapelanga.com and, uh, and we'll post all the links over there. Yeah, we will put all of the URLs. Yeah, before I tell you the last song, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. This has been such an amazing evening of sharing music and finding out all these mutual connections between us all. It's kind of kind of crazy. The world is a small place. Um, so I think it's very appropriate that I'm going to be ending on this track. Um, it's a 45 that I picked up in Thailand from Zhujang Ma Records, an incredible label that's kind of um, doing a lot of the reissues of like old Thai folk music. And they also have a brick and mortar store in Bangkok. And funny story, I was in there looking at records and I was in there for a while. And the guy who's working there, he's like, oh, are you like a DJ or something? I was like, yeah, I have a radio show um, on Dub Lab. And he's like, Dub Lab, you know Frosty? And I was like, yeah, totally. Uh, Frosty's he's the one who got me involved in Dub Lab. So he ended up giving me a record for free. He was like, you're Frosty's friend. Here's a record. So wow. again, I think this is like so emblematic of kind of like what's happened here. Like all of us being connected through cafeteras and just having all these mutual interests. So thanks again for having me. Oh my God, it's been such a pleasure. <laughs> thanks for coming. And you know, you have a you have an open house here whenever you want to swing by. We'll, we'll do this again. Cool. Yeah. Gracias. You have a play, place to stay in the Bay, everything. You know. Come to Texas. We'll okay. go digging for records out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you everybody for listening. Once again, we're La Pelanga en la Sala. You can look us up at uh, lapelanga.com. Uh, on Twitter as La Pelanga. On Facebook as La Pelanga. Periscope. Ooh. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we go, Abner, do you have any last words? No, thank you. <laughs> that is Abner. Blessed to have you, man. Thank you, Abner. Thank you. Preston. Thank you, Preston, for Shout coming as Preston. well. If you'd like to come by Palanga and La Sala, hit us up. LaPalanga.com. Bring a record. <laughs> Let us know. And uh, yeah. So with that, Arjuna has the last record queued up. Thank you.
ไปนวนนวนนะคุณคุณไม่ออกอยากให้นําคุณคุณไม่ออกอยากให้นําใส่ใส่สี่สิบเดอเจ้าคันกินแล้วเมาเอาหัวติดบ่อนั้นจังสิพ่อไปเจ้านั้นจังสิพ่อนะใจเจ้านั้นใจ